Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located in Niles, Ohio. Welcome back to another edition of the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. And we are rolling here in Niles. we got the 3-0 Red Dragons coming off a big win against East. It was a 10-7 defensive battle. Coach Perry, uh, we were just kind of talking about it. Why don't we just get into it? Uh, that fourth quarter, I think it was fourth quarter, that pass interference call. I thought it was a critical call against the Dragons, especially, you know, in our own territory where, you know, they could have took, a, you know, advantage. Uh, what were your thoughts? Well, I thought our kid made an outstanding play on the ball. I think I think the views we had both off of our game film and then uh, the, the TV spot showed that he it clearly wasn't. But, you know, I've been in those shoes. I haven't been a football official. In fact, two years ago, that's what I was doing when I wasn't coaching. So, you know, those are tough. We don't have the fortune of, of replay, whatever. But uh, uh, the real positive is just like many times this year, you know, although we faced that adversity, uh, we were able to uh, to battle through and uh, you know come out on top. And I don't know what last week was difference between when they traveled to Alliance and they came from behind and won that game. And this game was 10-7 basically the entire outcome. Um, but I was more nervous in the stands watching this particular game. I don't know why. Maybe because it was just so close for so long, and you know a, a mistake could maybe that, maybe that's why you know for me personally from the stands when that call happened. Man, I'm like, man, that's a big call. You got to make sure you got to get that right. But I mean, as a coach, I mean, what, what's your mindset keeping these kids focused and just kind of hoping and praying that there's no, you know, fumbles, interceptions, bad penalties, just keeping these kids, you know, on cue to make the play? Well, a lot different from my end of trying to manage a football game. You know, whether to decide to go. You know, when you're down two scores, it's a pretty easy decision to go for. It. You know, when you when you're up three and it's a defensive battle like that, uh, yeah, it's it's a completely uh, different mindset. And to be quite truthful, uh, a long, long time since I've had to manage a game that's low scoring like that. And uh, like you said, you you really, you know, you're thinking your play calling a little different because one one mistake and and boom, uh, you're done. But uh, you know, the key to that game, really, obviously, they score late. I think it was like a seven-minute drive to ice it, and they never got the ball back. So I'm sure on their end, very frustrated, and they weren't able to. On their end, that, that's that's championship drive, plain and simple. If you can hold the ball at the end of the game when you need to for seven minutes and not give the other team, who has great athletes, an opportunity to get the ball back to win, uh, you know, that's you can win championships doing things like that. So that, that that's a real, real positive for us. And I, I thought East, I mean, I thought in comparison to East along with the with the Red Dragons, I thought they were, I mean, they had some playmakers as well. I mean, and I think that's why the game was so equal. It was, they, you know, it was two teams, I guess, kind of getting back to where they want to be. Is that fair to say? They had an outstanding year last year. And uh, their kids, I, I think from their end of it was they were they didn't think they were going to lose. And like I told you after the Lions game, our kids don't believe we're going to lose anymore. And I, I think that kind of played out in, in front of our eyes. I don't think either team, when they faced adversity, really packed it in. Uh, they, their kids, they made a lot of mistakes. But you know what's crazy is they didn't make big mistakes. They had no 15-yarders. Uh, you know they did have the turnovers, but the, you know they had their problems getting the play in, getting lined up, jumping off sides, 
we dealt with that ourselves last yeah. week. And, uh, you know, th- that did help us because there was a few of their drives that, that put them behind the sticks, which is always always tough. But what an outstanding job at Coach Alrich, our defensive coaches, uh, you know, giving up seven points and really with a, a penalty aided seven points, which we thought maybe we would keep them out. And then, again, our special teams with Coach Leonard and what they did, uh, uh, blocking a field goal, kicking a 42-yard field goal ourselves. Uh, you know, they had that one punt return where the kid got a little loose. Again, there we, there was a few penalties we thought should have been called there. So outstanding job, especially defensively on special teams and offensively. You know, we didn't do we didn't do a ton, but at the same time, what we didn't do was turn the ball over. Uh, other than that one that we threw that interception early, but late in the game when we needed it, we protected the football and like I said, that long drive. Uh, so that was a three phase win in our in our eyes. Fantastic stuff, Coach Perry. Once again, this is the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio. Always want to give him and his company a big shout-out at supporting the program. Um, you know, we've done this a couple of times so far, just talking about the plays that you might have missed, the plays that you're happy you made. Um, let's kind of get into the ones. We'll, we'll, we'll save the good stuff for last, but, I mean, what was maybe one of the play calls where you're maybe the most tentative to make, and when you did it, you're like, uh... Yeah, we, uh, after half, we, there were some things. I mean, you always go in, what do you like, what's different? We decided to, to run outside, which we thought was effective. But one of the early times we had good field position, um, we that's a play we call six, which we hope to score six on it. But always in, in one or two times in the game, you want to push the ball vertical. And uh, we called six because we liked the formation that we thought we would hit out of it turned out to be a bad call, and then, then we were behind. I always talk about being ahead of the chains or behind the chains. You don't want to be in second and ten. Uh, so that put us behind the chains. The other time right after the turnover, which I know most people know, it's a good time to take a <laughs> shot. We took that shot to chase. We just missed it outside. Yeah. And, you know, that was the win to push that one. Uh, I feel a little bit better about that one. I thought our sixth play call where we threw it deep. Uh, at the time of the game was was probably not the right call there. So those two shots, I mean, they didn't pay off. Obviously, if they pay off like they did against Highland, you feel like a genius. <laughs> but no, those two I'd like to have back because I, I think it was the kind of game where you need to be ahead of the chains with them. And, uh, uh, you know, some of those calls, it, it just it just puts you behind the eight ball a little bit. And, and for you, I mean, and you talked about maybe changing that one, it seemed like Zach was passing a little bit more in the first half. It seemed like he was more prone to uh, tuck it and run with it. Was that something you guys decided to ask, or that was just something that just came about? Well, we started to get some pressure. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when your quarterback is dealing the way he's been dealing those first two games because he hasn't had to move his feet. Uh, but, you know, even on that interception, the shot to chase, he was starting to take some shots. And, uh, you know, when that happens, you're, you're him. And I, I thought he missed a couple, to be honest with you, uh, his reads, uh, which, you know, we've looked at film. He understands where the ball should have gone on those. But that's easier said than done. When you know their, their defensive line was talented, they came off the ball, they were fast, um, they got in his face a little bit. And, uh, you know, I just think that affected his accuracy there in the second half. But, again, what he didn't do is he didn't turn the ball over there late. So, uh uh, yeah, we certainly relied on his feet more as the game went on. Man, I always take the, some notes. I have, like, uh, number eight, 434, 434 left in the fourth quarter, huge first down run. And that's what I love about him. You know, he, we, know we know he, you know, really fired away. But, uh, I mean, he, he's tough as nails with that football in his hands when he's in You know, and I love it, too, because, one, me and you, we're not exactly the biggest guys. And, you know, Zach's not some 6'3", 210 guy chucking down the field. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that's going to take his beating, but he gets up, he just keeps going. 
Well, we talked about the bad, but that's the one that I told the coaches in the office. I'm giving myself a helmet sticker on that. Because what we did there... On this one? Yeah, I believe that's the play. <laughs> so we had gotten a holding penalty. We're, we're backed up. It's third and 14. And you're saying to yourself, we're going to have to punt. We've already screened them about four times. We can't run the screen anymore. What do we do? I said, well, and, and it's not even a play we really have in. We just called an empty formation, and, and we called our fold play, which is, you know, like a draw, but it's just the quarterback running. And when we ran out and empty, it's like, oh, man, there's no one there. We just got to block the one guy, and we hit it, which should have hit for about eight yards, but we still would have been punting. Zach willed us to the last six yards of that, and uh, to get that first down really, really was huge. Because now you knew at that point, even if they got it back, we had changed, we had flipped the field a little bit, and they were going to burn through their timeouts. We it just changed the dynamics of it. Now you're doing it. After that, you're saying we get one more of these, two more, and we're out. It's 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 game over. Got behind with penalties again. <laughs> Zach bailed us out again, and uh, uh, you know just like he did. You know, in that alliance game, he wants the ball at the end of the game, and uh, you love a guy that's a competitor like that that wants wants to ice it away. Yeah, and he did it again. As a coach, you gotta love having a guy, especially at the quarterback position, that just craves the ball when it's most important, and and to do the right things at that critical moment. You know, exactly. everybody wants the ball, but what are you gonna do with it? And he, he's done a fabulous job. Once again, three and zero. You guys are heading to Jefferson area to take on the Falcons this Friday. Um, expectations, and how do you keep this? You know, we, you know, we talked a little bit last week coming home from Alliance. How do you keep this team focused, knowing that every week is a grind? And, and now the way they're playing, they got a little bit of a target on their back. Well, it's league play now, so that's a, that's another new goal that that's now on the table. And it's the first year for our league, and everybody wants to get off a good start there. And uh, you know, I told our kids this isn't about Jefferson. It's obviously no longer about East and those teams, but we are in a battle amongst ourselves to get better. And uh, uh, this is an opportunity this week to do that. Uh, they're trying to build their program back up there, um, you know, get it back to where they were, you know, a few years ago. They really took it to us. So uh, this this week is just about us, you know, um, a little bit more individual work this week, going back to the basics. I think at some certain points of the season, it's you have to do that. You have to say uh, we need to get better and, and be basic at what we're doing. So. Uh, we've spent some extra time there, and you know, going in the league with all our goals still intact. Uh, if you're not motivated now, I don't know when you would be. So, uh, <laughs> it, 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 so far, it's been a, been a decent week of practice for us. Excellent stuff. Once again, the 2019 Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. Um, we spoke about the Alliance Permanis Player of the Game. You went into the locker room um, and you asked the gentlemen, the team, because me and you, uh, we couldn't divvy up. So many demanding souls deserve this award, but uh, you heard from the team, and uh, who did they pick as the Alliance Permanis Player of the Game? Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't surprised by the outcome of it, but I was surprised by the landslide of it because <laughs> I thought, like you, you know, you sit there and talk. Maybe it's just the last name you mentioned is the person that gets it because there was so many guys, and Zach and Al and I and Chase and Seth, and you know, that could have, or you know, some multiple guys on our offensive line even probably deserved it. But the guys were pretty quick. Al and I's name came out. I, I gave all the other names. We voted, and I'd say he probably had about 90% of the vote. So Al and I fry with that big interception at the end of the game. Uh, uh, he, he's the one getting the sandwich. That's, and it well-deserved. And what a great play. I mean, anyone anyone that was there in Alliance that night is always going to remember seeing number four 
snatch that ball and almost take it to the house and just an epic, epic ending to a fantastic finish for the Red Dragons. Um, this week, Coach, um, I always try to just try to tell him some notes. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I was torn between two guys for the player of the game. But um, I love Klein's hustle. I love watching 50. It just seems like he comes up with big plays at critical times. So just, I don't know. You know, if you're a coach, you could be like, Bo, Bo, you're goofy, you're out of mind. Hayes, he's always productive. Um, I thought uh, Allen and I had a couple other key defensive stops playing that DB position. And then uh, Gallo, hard-running kid. And then uh, he had that big INT on the second half. So that, 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 that had me thinking Gallo player of the game. Gallo player of the game. You know I love Weiss. He's just if I think if I wore a Niles jersey, I might wear the Weiss jersey. I just I love what Weiss. Well, I does. saw in yeah. the uh, the TV broadcast his whole family has Weiss jerseys. Oh, that I might have to. I might, it might be for sale. I might have to get one. I might have to get a Weiss jersey. Jersey World or somewhere they probably have Dick's Sporting Goods. They might. And, but with that said, I thought Chase in a tight game, the field goal won. That's three points that separated. And I thought he had some punts. He put it inside the five or inside the ten. I think at a high school level where special teams. And, you know, you gave the shout-out to Coach Leonard earlier, getting these guys back. I, I'm going to give it to Chase. I just thought, player of the game for me, tight game, the field goal, and he's playing offense. But those punts that got them kind of pinned them down a little bit. So that's my thought. I, I can't argue that. I, pretty, uh, you know, pretty uh, odd, if not odd, or uh, <laughs> I'm looking for the word of uh, what a luxury we have to have someone like him I mean, two weeks in a row. Uh, his kicks were game changers, you know. In the Lions game, I think it was the, the motivation that gave us gave us that going into half knowing we could do it. Here, uh, we're looking at it, and I'm looking at the flag, and the flag's going dead in his oh. face. I'm counting the yards. I'm like 42, 43. I was like, Kyle, what do you think, Coach Leonard? He's like, Yeah, let's go. Now, a rule thing that I don't know that everybody follows, but in the pros, you gotta you gotta give the ball, you gotta surrender it where they actually kicked it from. In college, you got to surrender it where it was snapped from. In high school, that ball goes in the end zone, they get the ball at the 20. So it's a little bit easier decision. You don't have as much yeah. to lose uh, other than the chance to get a first down. Well, we were at that point, I think, third and nine, so we weren't going to go for it. Certainly, it's just like a punt, you know. But I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I thought the chances of hitting that were slim to none just because of the wind. I mean, yeah. that, that was a 10-yard wind. And uh, he hit that thing going away. And that's what got me going. Like I said, in the wind, this kid's in high school. Big big game, tight game. Got to put it through. And as a head coach, it has to be such an asset to know that, hey, you know, I mean, not many teams have or fortunate enough have a guy that, you know, you can maybe put this kid 40 yards out and say, you know what, let it rip, and especially into the wind. So, uh, and I, 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 I joke with Wendy when we were in the stands. I said, if there's any college recruits seeing that kick in the wind, uh, they're going to be pleasantly uh, happy with the leg. Yeah, he, he's definitely, uh, definitely, we started looking at it a little bit. Now we're like, all right, we've done this twice. What's his limits here? And I can tell you that he's he's well over 50-plus, where I think at this point now we're, we feel confident to to let him kick it. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, the exact number, I'm not sure, but I know he hit a 52-yarder that had a lot of room left in it the other day in practice. So, uh, you know, he he's he always gives us a chance. And uh, it's one thing to do in practice. Now he's just shown two weeks in a row to just, just hit. You know, and the one alliance, that was in on college goalposts, which are a lot more narrow. So, 
And he's had so he's had some things stacked against him, and he's delivered for us. So just a huge weapon for us. So good call, Bo. I, I'm, I'm on board with the uh, with the pick there. I was I was torn again. I, 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 want, I was so torn between him and Gallo, and even sitting up in the stand. And real quick for this week's episode, and, and me and Coach Perry. Throughout the Ryan Stadium, we've we've done we've done them in the, your what coach's office now and what now the, the we call that the officials room, but that the was the old coach's room. office back when we were in school. Yeah, and now we're in the weight room today. I wonder how this is going to sound because this is probably the quietest we have. This is this is nice. I think uh, this uh, may be maybe the new, make a permanent studio. Yeah, this might be the permanent studio uh, that we use. And then, uh, like I said, and then we're chasing the players around. But with that said, Coach, best of luck to you and the team as you guys head off to play Jefferson area, the Falcons. And uh, hopefully, you guys, you uh, preserve this perfect season so far and return the Niles 4-0, a healthy 4-0. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the key. You know, we, we want to be able to go up there and perform well. You know, anytime, I mean, we have obviously, you know, we aren't looking ahead, but if you're to have the success you hope to have, you know, being healthy is just a huge part of that. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we have been obviously, you know, Travis, uh, we've received some good news on him. We think we're getting oh, him back sooner rather than later, uh, which is from where we yeah, where it could yeah. have been at, at, at there. So we're, we're cautiously optimistic there. And then, you know, again, one of the things that we do, now we're in the weight room, is, uh, is, I read a statistic. Uh, you are uh, three times more likely to suffer injuries if you don't wait, lift weights during the season. So <laughs> we've dedicated ourselves to trying to lift a couple days a week and uh, uh, try to try to prevent injuries the best you can. And obviously, a little bit of luck goes a long way in that aspect. So uh, we, we feel fortunate that we're a pretty healthy football team right now. Definitely fantastic stuff as always. And as always, a big shout out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. As we like to say, go. Dragons. Welcome back to the 2019 Red Dragon Player Spotlight, and I was talking with Coach Perry about today's guest. I said I might buy myself a number 63 jersey. I think I just love watching this kid get after. I just love the hustle, the intensity. But with that said, Sean Weiss is our t- guest today. Sean, love how you play, man. I, you. I just I, I I love seeing the hustle. I mean, an alliance. You're just putting so much pressure in it. And then this past week, I mean, every time you're there doing your thing, I mean, kind of take us through, the, you know, what's the mindset? You know, Friday you get done playing, you, or Friday you end up at school. I don't know, you go home, maybe dip up above, you get to the stadium. When does that, you know, when does, do you flip the switch well, and become this animal? During the school day, you have adrenaline and buildup and anxiety the whole day. And then when you get here, <laughs> it like all hits you at once. And when you get out there and do the warm-ups, it's like, it's surreal. Like, it's that moment. And then all of a sudden it's just kickoff. It just happens that fast. It's like a blink of an eye. And then you're off. Yeah. Now I was I saw some uh, pictures your mom posted uh, from you from last year to this year. I mean, it's kind of like boy to man. Oh yeah. Uh, the beard, the muscles, everything. I mean, so this transformation. I mean, obviously you're doing your stuff in the weight room. Just kind of just talk about you from last year and all the work you've kind of get to you know be this guy now. Well, me and my best friend, Aaron Klein, we would go to the gym the entire offseason. We'd even work with Coach Davis at his gym. Okay. And we just put hard work into the whole offseason. And me and my mom even talked about it, how much bigger I've gotten from last year. She showed me the pictures even when I was in lip, when I was really little. Okay. It's just crazy. It was just all hard work and dedication. It, it is hard work. If I didn't have Aaron to push me through, I probably wouldn't be – as big as I am now. Is that your best? Is that your closest teammate? Yeah. Nice to you guys. And and we, you I mean if you listen, we were just talking. I mean, Aaron comes up with such key plays too. It's just 
it just seems like when you guys need that one play or something's about to get a little crazy, you know, number 50 on the tackle. Yeah. I mean, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how much do you guys feed off each other, and what's the communication like amongst that group when you guys are in, you know, in the moment? Well, all the line is very close. We're all close. We have a separate group chat to everyone else. Okay. We all have our own little group chats, but the line, we all work together. But me and Klein, we just feed off of each other's energy. He's working harder. I want to beat him. We have that okay. competition, competitive spirit. I want to beat him. He wants to beat me, and it just works perfectly. Excellent. Now you talked about that private group chat. Let's get into the that lineman group. Um, who's the biggest jokester of the group? Tress. Hundred percent Tress. Okay. Who's the most serious? Hmm. Sometimes. Well, there's not really any serious okay. people at all. All right. But I would say it would have to be me or Klein. Even though me and we're, we joke the most, like, it's Tress, he jokes the most out of all of us. He's, the, he's so funny. <laughs> but that's it. None of us are really serious. Um, let's see. We have the most serious. We have the jokester. Um, who is the guy that, let's see what I want to look for, a good one with you, because you're talkative, so we can probably get something good. Let's see. On that line... Who is the guy that's going to make the play when it's needed most? I would say Klein. Yeah? Klein. Klein or B. Hayes? Brandon okay. Hayes. Yeah, Hayes is always. Yeah. He's a productive kid. Always, since we were little. Now, you, now this line, and I ask because, I mean, you guys are, you know, I always ask the front guys because you guys are usually the biggest guys. And we, I mean, uh, who's the biggest eater? Biggest eater. Tress. Yeah. He loves his man burgers. That's what he said yeah. last week, yeah. I, he, yeah. He backed it up. He said yeah. it probably himself. Oh, he put some crazy stuff on his sandwiches. One time he put grapes and dip and a whole bunch of different stuff on there. Yeah. It was nasty, but it was funny. Awesome <laughs> stuff. Once again, the featured Dragon Player Spotlight of the week is none other than number 63, Sean Weiss here, joining us in the weight room where this kid is getting after it. He's talked about him and his teammate Klein kind of busting tail along with all the other Red Dragons. What's it like being part of this thing? You guys are 3-0, and you're heading off to Jefferson, but just being part of this turnaround right now. I love it. Is it from our past to up to now, it's so different. Like It's so strict, and that's what we needed, and I love it. That's why I love Coach Perry. Good. And all the other coaches, they're so strict compared to what we had before. And it's just so nice to have that. Now, I mean, I don't know. It could have been last week. could have been the Howland game. I mean, you know, you talk about a rival in Howland and you guys go off the alliance. Um, any of these games stick out a little bit more than the next? Or they just kind of all blend into one? They're all blended into one. But during the game, alliance. Because last year we all kind of gave up towards like the half. Okay. But in that game, we all just... It's so different from last year because the energy is higher and everyone's so positive. You get to the play, you mess up, everyone says flush it, which is our term that we say for okay. when you mess up. And there's no negativity at all. It's just so much nicer. That's why we pull out the win. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up, and it did. It seemed like last year you guys could put a, you know, a half together or a quarter together and then you know, just the wheels just to kind of start fart off. And you know, you're like, ah, oh, man, you know, if these guys could just back it up. And you're right, you guys went to Alliance. You guys were down, but you fought, and no mistakes. I thought that was a huge thing. You know, the punt where the kid touched it, you guys capitalized on that. And their quarterback, I mean, you're talking about a, what, 6'3", 2'10". I mean, yeah. this kid's athletic, and, right. again, you guys were that, that front. You guys were flushing him out. The linebackers were picking him up. You guys were doing a great job. And well, the no mistakes, it's a great job by Coach Perry. Their whole, during two days and everything, we had a drill, no mistake. 
and you would go one play, got it good. And if you went, you, it would go up to usually five. If you got to that fourth, fourth play and you messed up, you went all the way back down to zero. Okay. And you would go until he got tired, and then or we did it perfect. Nice. So it helps. That, I'm sure it definitely has to help. Now, last week, and I asked a lot of, you know, I asked some old timers, and again, if this, you know, I'm sure somebody is going to listen and be like, oh, it was 1968. There was, you know, but, um, you know, we never saw it in an alternate jersey. And last week, you know, the you guys had the camouflage on, and the, you know, the national guard. You know, it was, I thought it was great, and you know, kind of. But what was it like just having a little bit something different to wear? It was great. Step? Same with the blue jersey. It was it was great just to have the honor of the national guard giving us something like that. Yeah. Did you guys pick up on the surprise? Yeah, we kind of knew it like instantly because okay. like word goes around here very. It's fast. Okay. We knew like the week of. Okay. But I mean, I thought it was incredible. I thought I thought they looked so cool on you guys, and you know, just a little bit harder to find yeah, see the, the numbers. See the numbers. You know, I was having a little tougher time. You know, one, I'm blind anyways, but trying to jot down the numbers, yeah. I was just kind of go off on on recognition. You know, as 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 we kind of go through this. So um, we're gonna wrap things up. And again, man, I I love I love 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 what you bring to the table. I just I, like I said, I just love the intensity every time. I and again, I, this is not to say that any of these other young men don't put the hard work in but I just uh, and hey we're not family we, we're not right I mean so this yeah. isn't my kid I'm talking <laughs> about here I just I really enjoy him um, but I you know and I, you know when I do the college games I always kind of I always kind of gravitate to the trenches right and I always just I you know could I you know left tackles guards I love the feisty guys I love the guys that kind of give those little nudges to the heart you know but that's what it is. But uh, before we wrap this player spotlight up, I always like to have a little fun. Um, you ready to take a shot with yep. us? Yep. All right. Um, nickname. You got a nickname? I have a lot. Uh oh. I have the a best lot. one, and how'd you get it? Okay. So. Or you could give us a few. If you have that many, I you have might a be few. Able to give us a few of the top ones. I have Weasel, because of my <laughs> last name from when I was really little. I get called Dad, because I have a dad bod. They say. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else? I get called Weiss. Okay. And then Seth McMillan, we all call him Mr. Jaden Davis, we call him Bucha. Okay. And that's really it. Nice. Nice. Um, female celebrities, if you take any female celebrity out for a quick bite to eat. This is such a hard question. I love this question because like I told you, even when I do the college guys, it's, it's you know, we could talk 20 minutes. They could talk about, you know, winning the, you know, the national championship. And then they always say, oh, yeah, this good question. Yeah. Um, the most thought. <laughs> I would have to say Alyssa Violet. I'm going to have to look around on the Instagram model. Okay. All right. I, I try to stay on, you know, yeah. in tune. Um, you know, but again, you know, right. I, I am almost 50. <laughs> so I, I don't know all these people, but I, I'll, I'll have to, um, when we get done, I'll. I'll get the notes. Um, the final question before we let you go tonight, Sean, is uh, out of all these games that you've played, if you could go back and you could get one more win back, who are you going to go back and want to take, a, you know, put the victory in the Niles side? You know, and why? My favorite was Alliance because we all worked together and we all came back. But I would have to say East because it opened up so many eyes. Okay. And it made everyone just think. Because we were doubted in that game. We were the ones that were supposed to lose. They were supposed to run all over us. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we held them to seven points. Yeah, you did that. I didn't know that. I'm even more, more proud of you yeah. guys now. Hey, man, you guys are uh, doing your thing. Um, I told the guys, don't hey, you know, 
keep calm, don't get big-headed. You guys kind of got the target on your back now. Yeah. You know, people see 3-0, and so they, that, that represents success. So, right. you know, uh, some teams with nothing to lose. And, I mean, we're not saying that about Jefferson, but, yeah. you know, teams that may not be in that position are like, hey, let's go, you know. Right. It's just kind of when the, the Bamas and the Ohio States come to town. You yeah. want to take your best shot at the best. So, hey, congrats to you, man, and uh, stay healthy. We always like to stay, stay healthy, stay humble, and be blessed, my man. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2019 Red Dragon Player Spotlight. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.